Welcome everybody to Never Ending Glory Podcast. Luke is not with us tonight. He's uh, unavailable for our pod. This is episode 53, and this is the divisional round playoff picks pod. I'm joined tonight by the uh, brothers Dustin, Sean, and Mark. What's up, guys? What up? What Yo. Up? What up? Yo. Hopefully uh, a nice change of pace after last week's poopy lineup of games. Uh, basically had one game that was worth watching, and we got we did get to see the Brocket chip um, lead his way to a, a victory, much to the chagrin of, of you Mark's, so Mark's pick. But, uh, oh, me? I was very excited. Of course I was. Why not? Number one defense. All I know is I listened to the pod, and Mark just got ridicule on the t- on the chat all weekend long yeah. because of his pathetic takes. No, it's not a pathetic take. It's a lack of understanding how to listen. Like I said, <laughs> Connor Cook had nothing to lose. He's essentially playing with house money. He had nothing to lose. Everyone expected him to suck. And I thought, hey, so did this head coach. the Denver game, he, he was not truly that bad in the Denver game. If you watched it, he wasn't. Whereas Brock Weiss, Osweiler, all right, I, Burris thinks about it. Jerry says, birth of my son, Ben, Brock Osweiler winning wild card game. I mean, they're right there neck and neck with each other in terms of proudest moments. And yeah. Brock Osweiler came up clutch for him. I mean, it is what it is. But, it, hey, at least I had some creativity and went off the cusp, baby. But this week's my week. Sean piggybacked my picks this week. Creativity, moment of insanity. It's okay. Dude, we talked about these a couple days ago, and you and I are in lock and step. I'm going to go 4 0 this week. It's a flat out done deal, over. Well, before we get into the picks here, we got to take care of a little business. This is episode 53 of the Never Ending Glory podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Glory Podcast. Uh, Facebook, Never Ending Glory Podcast. You can email us if you've got your own picks you want to make at negpodcast at gmail.com. Please find us on, on iTunes, rate us. We are flat across the board a five-star podcast. I was checking the ratings today. We are straight five stars. I don't know why we're not on the front page yet, John, but we're on our way. Bling, bling. <laughs> I will say this. Let's, I don't want any of them punks going in there and giving us ratings otherwise. Don't start that crap. No, that's, that's unacceptable. Don't, don't paint us with a broad brush. We know exactly what we're talking about. And, of course, we got to give a shout-out to our friends at Buckeye Vodka. Make sure you check out Buckeye Vodka at your local spirit store or at any fine establishment. If they don't have it, demand it. Drink local. Buckeye Vodka. Definitely getting poured this weekend. We've got a good lineup of games, so uh, let's get into it here. So, last hey, Sean, you bring in – Sean, really quick. You bring in some Buckeye Vodka this weekend while, while we're talking about our sponsor – you going to bring some yeah, Buckeye yeah, Vodka? Yeah, I got it. I'll, I'll be rolling up with it, no doubt. All right. Some Moscow Mules with a little uh, ice cold I, I ain't bringing vodka. all that business. We're going to have to be as simple. We're going to have to just do vodka straight or maybe lemonade. with a little bit of soda. Deal with that. Pink, th- lem- pink lemonade. I, think you should- I don't do no none of that pink business. Come on with all that. Come on, dude. Vodka over, lemonade. Uh, you should be pouring over a little Tahitian treat. That's what you should be doing. There you go. A little bit of that Tahiti treat. Get that. Well, I think Mark should have to buy the uh, the drinks this week. He did go three and one. Uh, the rest of us went four and zero. Oh. But I don't think that the picks were too hard to decipher last week. But this week, you Mark know secured the cabin this weekend. Burris cut okay. me some slack. I secured the cabin. That's enough. All right. Well, let's let's. <laughs> we had to defend Connor Cook, and that's what cost you. But let's go into uh, our first pick of this week. We are going right down the schedule here. So our Saturday game. 435, 
is the bird game. We got Seahawks and the Falcons in Atlanta. Um, I don't know how to introduce this without saying it, but is the Seattle's defense the same juggernaut that we've seen the past few years? I mean, the Earl Thomas de- injury is clearly showing up that they are not the same team. Do you guys agree? Are you both on Atlanta here? Yeah, are. I'll go for. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm on Atlanta. I'll tell you what, it, Detroit. I I don't know about you guys, but watching that game in full and really watching it, I mean, really getting into it, Detroit, man, catch the ball, make some plays, and that home field advantage. I don't care what anyone said. That was a just like the NBA last year in the playoffs. Th- these referees, man, no one's talking about it. These ref, the umpiring, the referee has been terrible. Just like Major League Baseball. It was terrible. The refereeing was terrible in the NBA Finals last year. It's terrible in the NFL playoffs so far. They're not going to get the calls that they get in Seattle. It's in Atlanta. Hopefully you get even maybe more Atlanta calls or neutral. If anything, you'd hope for that. Well, Atlanta, it's terrible. They're, they're, known, they're known for having a little bit of a home field advantage there with the noise. Um, it, I think it's, it's close to what you see at CenturyLink Field, I think that's just so hyped up and talked about because it's an easy story to talk about. Um, but I think it definitely affects the referees. And you saw it again in the Seattle Lions game, and I think you might see it again this week. I think you're kind of on, hitting the nail on the head there, Mark. Sean, uh, well, in that vein, in that vein, Julio Jones came out basically today and said he, that he's going to be talking to the ref early and often, and if Which they're going to allow Sherman to, to push and do some of his contact stuff, he's going to give it back. And I don't think that's a matchup Richard Sherman can win. Now, he can win no. a lot, but Julio is the, maybe the one guy in all of the league that for, from now that Calvin Johnson's out of the league that is just a straight overpower uh, and knows all those tricks and, and whatnot. I, I think Julio is going to get off and get off early, and I, I I can see Atlanta getting out to a big lead or or you know fourteen three. Can they sustain it? Can they keep that going? And I think you've got to look at Devontae Freeman and and Coleman. Those two guys have to be able to kind of give get them over the top. I think they will. That's why I'm taking them. And I think Atlanta's defense does enough to to hold off Seattle. I just Seattle's just been a little too quirky, and I'm not in love with this narrative now that all of a sudden they're this they've refound the running game. I think Detroit was porous. They showed that against Dallas. They showed that against some of these teams the last three, four weeks. I think there's a little bit of overhype here. I like Atlanta to cover. I believe the line's four. I'm not exactly sure where that's gonna go. If it comes closer to three, if it does, I think you just continue to jump on Atlanta. I like them a lot. Well, we Luke picked Atlanta and um, I think we're a consensus pick here I just think that the run game like you mentioned from Seattle is not as strong as it once was it could kind of carry them through the the playoffs rely on the defensive dominance and kind of the you know Lex Luger to the Superman and number 25 for the Seattle Seahawks is Julio Jones um, big physical dude He's, he can he can push him around a little bit um, is it Lex Luger or Lex Luthor? You, I you said just Lex mixed Luther. wrestler with with Superman. No, like, I know, what's going no, on? No, 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 no. I know my wrestlers. Lex Luger is a scrawny old man who looks like he's a cancer survivor. Lex Luthor is the anti, is the uh, kryptonite bearing villain from the Superman comics. Don't don't mess with me here on that. But um, yeah, unless you'll Richard, hear that on the takes, Burris. Yeah, unless, you said Lex Luger. Well, if I did, yeah. 
Yeah, well, guess what? As producer, I can always go back and change it. No, you can't. You can't. You got to go with the, oh, man, I remember him looking in the mirror and showing those pipes off, baby. Ah, man, the T-shirt's too tight. The T-shirt's too tight. My God. Hey, hey guys, but really quick on Atlanta, too. Okay, a couple things about Detroit that I kind of screwed up with. Ziggy Ansah had a nice game. He had two sacks. But after talking to uh, the number one Lions fan of all time, Ben Stouffer, who just does not miss games, he told me a couple things. One, he said the Lions just weren't getting any type of pass rush that they needed. They ended the season with like 28 sacks. And Seattle actually, to go against you guys a little bit, Seattle ran the ball great against the Lions. Raw, I mean, what, Raw's ended with 162 yards. Oh, yeah. He looked tough. Oh, we're saying they ran no, the ball we, great. Yeah, we're yeah, saying we the Lions can't stop the run. Yeah, the Lions can't stop. But, but moreover, Vic Beasley, NFL All-Pro, that's the guy that finally puts Atlanta on the map. I don't care what anyone says. He's the guy that actually makes their defense viable. He is their most important player. He can do things that they must have. They have to get a pass rush. Have to. And then offensively, the guy that's huge for them is Taylor Gabriel because he can find spots in the middle. He is their – like Devontae Freeman's excellent. We all know what Julio Jones is. But let's say Julio Jones gets taken out of their game or they got uh, a safety over top, okay, Taylor Taylor Gabriel can win those one-on-one matchups and just take it to dudes, especially at home where the the fans love him. And Tevin Coleman is just lightning. So I'm telling you, they could blow Seattle's ass out. They could blow them out. Seattle, Seattle better watch themselves. The experience is the only thing they got going for them. They are by far the most explosive team in the uh, NFC. Um, I, I still think they're more explosive than the Packers. Uh, I, th- I think you might be right, Mark. I think this is definitely more of a, uh, a chance of a blowout game. I just don't think Seattle's enough firepower to stay with them. Um, they might be able to get you know a couple stops early, but once that carrot's gone and it's it's out of reach a little bit, I don't think they can stay with them. What are you pouring there? What do you what do you got going there? Little green tea, baby. Little green <laughs> tea. Hour. Little Damn green tea. Hour. Let's go. Come All on, right. move on. Let's move on to the next game. Um, Saturday night, we got 8-15, the Texans at New England. The Brockett ship might be crash landing pretty quickly here, but um, is there might any be? chance? Is there might any be. chance? There's a 16-point <laughs> spread in Vegas. Is there any chance? Man, Burris will not let that kamikaze crash. So you're He's telling me there's a chance. This if it defense. was a horse, we'd have shot it already, and it'd be in, Elm- <laughs> it'd be in an Elmer's bottle. Yeah, your kid be using it for arts and crafts here in about six <laughs> yeah. months. He'd be eating it. We're trying to yeah. keep him away from eating pastes and other craft materials, but you know he's still learning. Um, you said the line is is double digits and it's climbing as we speak. Is there any chance that this thing stays within a, a touchdown, ten points at the most? Is O'Brien of any way you can get? Any sort of points against New, uh, New England's defense? Spread's declining, actually. It's from 16 to 15. But, Sean, I'll put this – I'm putting the golf ball on a tee right now for you. I just handed you a driver. You got to get on the fairway here because Rue's 90 yards to the right. Sean, take <laughs> this one. Uh, this is simple. It's just New England. I, we actually should have thrown the line into this to actually up the the degree of difficulty – I like the Plaids. I don't see how even at twenty four seven you win the. Who are the Plaids? 
the 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 plats the pats the plaids it doesn't matter they're they're We're all coming winning. out with some retro unis versus yeah they sick. can go with that <laughs> new england's winning here i like 31 10 seems kind of around i do respect aspects of houston's defense but new england's just going to be clicking on all cylinders maybe maybe it's 27 but is houston's getting more than 10 i, I love a cover here by the pats do you think this is a bigger blowout than the Patriots versus Broncos with Tim Tebow no. at the helm? No, that was a laugher from the onset. Yeah, I agree. I don't. I think. I think the defense for Houston's better than that Denver Broncos defense, and I think there's a sense of pride here, and they keep it under twenty. But phew, that's this is not a good matchup. Not a good matchup for for uh, Mr. Brock Osweiler. So let's well, I'm going to take a different take. I'm going to take a different take. Guys. Okay. And I don't think it's a good. I don't think this is a good matchup for New England, and, and I'm not saying it for this game because obviously they're going to roll the Texans in this game. But I've been saying it for weeks, and they had the bye last week. They're coming into a game where they're 16 point favorites. Are like it's almost set up where if they play the Steelers next week, you're talking about a Steelers team that beat the Bengals on the road. Played a divisional championship game against the Ravens that was beyond physical. Then played a first-round playoff game. Then went to Kansas, hypothetically speaking. They go to Arrowhead and get a W. You're talking about a team that's on cloud nine and has just went through war after war and is coming out, for the most part, healthy. And you're, you're a New England team, and this is what I've been saying. You haven't really played a game that's meant anything in over a month. So to me, this game is more than just them playing the Texans. Like, they better get physical. Like, to me, it still doesn't work for them because they're not battle-tested. They almost need a close game. Well, this is such a veteran-led team. I don't think you have to worry about them not being ready and mentally prepared. I mean, it's a Yeah, I, I agree. Don't, I, I don't love forget, like, who's still in the headset down there. Um, well, I get it, guys. I get but guess what, what? You might say veteran team – Jerry, you might say veteran team, but let's not forget that defense is all turned over. That defensive line doesn't have anyone that's consistently been on the team for three years. Yeah, so they be, don't. You might first, say first veteran video. team. You might say veteran team, but not all these guys that have been playing there. Like, look at uh, Martellus Bennett. Okay, look at uh, Malcolm Mitchell. They got a lot of new guys. Even Deion Lewis is a new guy. They don't have everyone in place where you're like, this is a veteran team. They've been together for years. It's not necessarily like that with them. Whereas it's the, the Steelers, nature of the NFL, though. Come on. I, I get that. But guess what? The Steelers, it is. They're a true team. Well, I, I, they got to get through Kansas. Let, let, let's just figure well, out that next let's week. Get into the, let's get into the first week. Sunday game here, um, Pittsburgh at Kansas City. And this this is might be, in my opinion, the most exciting game to watch Um because finally, Pittsburgh's going to go up against a defense that can actually stop the run a little bit. Um, you know, you said they're they're healthy, but Ben Roethlisberger did play too long in that game. Um, Mike Mike Tomlin did you know he left in a boot. But he did practice today, and you know it's no, going to be didn't. Not, he did he not. did not practice He's going today. To practice tomorrow and Friday. Apparently. It does not matter. I, I I don't think it matters. I think he's fine. Even if he was you know with a broken foot, he he would be going through the. Uh, Everything you need to do to get ready. He's got a he's got an ankle, you know, sprain. He's fine. Who doesn't at this point in the season? Um, our only K 
Kansas City pick here is Luke. Luke's got Kansas City. He really likes his pick. Uh, I think we, the North, believe in Pittsburgh. We've seen their offense be explosive. Um, Mark thinks they're the, the best team in the in the AFC. Mark, so why don't you take this? I think they're the best team in the NFL. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I do. I think they're the best team in the NFL. And, I mean, obviously the only thing – if this game was played in Pittsburgh, we would think Pittsburgh's going to win by double digits. It would be over I would in, think they're going to win by a quarter. I, I think they. I think they'd win by a touchdown or two. The game's played in Arrowhead, so it puts some doubt in people's mind, and then you think X, Y, and Z. But this this is the game that I, I – first of all, I hate the Steelers so much. And anyone that listens to this show knows I hate them. But listen, no one knows the Steelers better than us Cleveland fans because we hate them so much, but we have to watch them. And, we, and, and we're not biased towards them. And we see this movie where they start, like, mobilizing towards the end of the year and they get better and better and better. And it's like it's painful to watch. And this is the type of year that we've seen them make Super Bowl runs in. It's it's they have the stud wide receiver. They have the stud running back. Ben is healthy. I mean, I know he's in a boot. Yeah. None of that matters. He's fine. The arm is throwing cannons, lasers. I mean, Eli Rogers is stepping up. They're getting some nice catches at it. Jesse James is blocking. That was a great block there on the side to to, to free up Brown and the defense. Is playing. They're flying. My God, flying they're around, flying to the football. Yeah, flying. They're smacking dudes in the neck. So, like, I don't know. For the sake of hearing this, because Luke's not on the show, Sean, give me some cheat. I know you pick Pittsburgh, but throw I'm, some things I'm out there that you to think Luke, the obviously than you guys on this because I think Kansas City can easily win this game. I think the formula is there. I love the revenge factor. They can get up the field with their pass rushers. I think they're going to be working diligently and, and packing in to try and contain Bell, uh, and they know he's a focal point. I'm always leery of wild card round uh, heading into divisional round. These teams, I'll give you that. that. And, and Pittsburgh's a, a favorite. There's just Andy Reid after a bye week. Essentially, he just had a bye. Like I, there's some things to really, really love here with Kansas City, and they have a way to ball control and move the ball down the field. The other thing I'll say is Roethlisberger threw two interceptions, should have had a third in the, or should have had one in the first half as well that went through the guy's hands. And the Dolphins played some of the worst back seven defense that I've seen a, a playoff Dude. team play in decades. They were Antonio atrocious Brown tackling. They didn't know what they were doing as far as containing Bell. It was an abomination. Sue's pushing up the field when they should be kind of staying in in a lane and cut and stopping cutbacks. Like they were totally undisciplined throughout most of that game, particularly in the first half. And Matt Moore had some spots there. And I feel like Alex Smith might be able to compete complete some of those spots and he might be able to do a little bit more with his feet. I just the home crowd, this is closer in my opinion, I'm only taking it because of Roethlisberger, Brown, and Bell just being slightly better and, and Derek Johnson being out for Kansas City. I think that's a big X factor loss for them. But okay. I will not be surprised even remotely if Kansas City wins this game because Pittsburgh has not been as perfect as everybody likes to say. They could have lost the Ravens game, and they, they've had some spots here and that's there the where they not make this ball. They're winning these games. That's the point to me. They're winning these games. Really quick, Sean, what do you think about Arrowhead home field advantage? I wouldn't know. I missed the game. I lost my wallet. 
That's my whole point <laughs> with this, guys. We went to the Browns-Kansas City game, and Sean, had, we all had tickets together, lower bowl, 10-yard line, about 15 rows up, and Sean Zustin had a fun night the night before and never made it to Arrowhead. Comments on I was that, Sean? Up. I was up. I was just in the district, whatever it is, and looking for my wallet for three hours and then watched the Browns game while then I had to get patted down the next day and strip searched because you can't board a flight unless you go through that procedure. Yeah, it's, even in the place like Kansas City, they don't let you fly like basically naked like that. It's really crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's sad. Well, so so we're all on Pittsburgh. Luke's on KC. And um, going into the last game on Sunday, we got Green Bay at Dallas. And uh, we got another three. Well, actually, we're two to two on this one. Um, looking at our sheet here, Luke is taking Green Bay, and I'm on Green Bay. The uh, the brothers Usson are not agreeing. They uh, they like the boys. So I'll take the I'll take the position of Green Bay, and you get. I'll let you guys go first here with uh, why you think Cowboys at home are uh, are rolling. Sean, you Mark, want him to let yourself? you ride on this one? And I'll follow up. <laughs> okay, it's really simple with me. Everyone falls in love with the one-dimensional pass offense of the Green Bay Packers. Newsflash, they have one of the worst defenses. They were getting carved by Eli Manning in the first half. And if those Giants receivers, whatever you say this or that, they were dropping passes left and right. I mean, they they were. So it is what it is, okay? But it's not going to matter because if you thought Green Bay was one-dimensional – at the, in, in the first half, when the game was close, just wait until Dallas runs the ball down their throat, manhandles their 35 and 36 and 37-year-old defensive line. This game is this game could get ugly, too. The only thing, they Rodgers could get hurt because they can't block everyone that Dallas is going to be able to bring because they're going to know it's a pass every time down. Zeke's going to end the game with 170 yards. He's going to be destroying people. And Dak Prescott... In my opinion, I think he'll be able to make some plays here and there with his legs. They'll keep it conservative with them is exactly what they need to do. And Des Bryant might be able to make a play here or there deep. I think Dallas wins by – I'll probably take Dallas in this one 31-17. I don't know, maybe 37-17, somewhere in that range. I like 27-17. Rodgers is the best player on the field, but it doesn't matter. This is a throwback to the mid-90s when Favre would go down there, play you know, his tail off, and still walk away with the loss because ball control with an Emmett Smith, i.e. Zeke Elliott, a couple plays from the wide receiver, Irvin, Des Bryant, and in this case, a little bit more mobility from Dak, but the quarterback making just enough plays, controlling uh, the game on uh, on both sides of the ball at the line of scrimmage uh, That's it. from Dallas. The line of scrimmage. I think it. it's just to me this is actually a much more obvious than what Pitt Kansas City is. If, me too. I think there's one one loss between the four. Uh, it's the Pitt Kansas City. I, I love Dallas here. I think it's a, a, a ten point win, a really strong performance. I actually think it could set up a situation though where they go in a little overconfident next week against a team that has a whole different profile and yeah. and is almost a more advanced Green Bay in, in what they're able to do running and passing in Atlanta. and better up front. And better, and better up front, up front. than Green. Yeah, and they they're better defensively. All they're all, Atlanta's all around better at Green Bay. You said it, Burris. I agree with you on that. Atlanta's better at doing what Green Bay should be doing. I think people are getting really hung up on the second half of Green Bay. If a hail oh, mary's no not doubt. caught, it's seven six. Yes. And 
there's some situations in the third quarter where, gosh, you thought the Giants had momentum, and Rodgers just was, you know, he's he's the best quarterback in the league from a from a physical talent standpoint. And, you know, right there with Brady, he just knows I make a play here or there, they're going to break. Wow. And he made those plays. And that's well, what yeah. happened. And Dominique Rogers camardi going down killed them. They had to put Trevin Wade, the, the sixth rounder out of Arizona, the Browns took. Trevin Wade was getting carved left and right. He didn't know what was going on. He didn't know what to do. So that was a total matchup nightmare. Burris, give us something on the Packers that you like. The, the beginning of my argument is going to sound like I'm for the Cowboys, though. Um you know, you got Ty Montgomery banged up. You got Jordy Nelson with broken ribs. You got a lot of injuries on the offense for the Packers. Defensively, they are, like you said, kind of Swiss cheese. They get carved up, especially with a big offensive line like Cowboys are going to show up with. They're going to run inside zone. They're going to run outside zone. And they're just going to get vertical. And nobody does it better this year than, than Zeke does. Um Car, you know, accident aside, he's fine. That was kind of a non-story, but that thing flashed across the Twitter today. I was like, oh, my God, what is this? And uh, it was not as hilarious as, like, the Cam Newton one, but I digress. Um, The thing that I will say goes in favor of the Green Bay Packers, I don't think their offensive line has been this good as it's been in a while at protecting um, for Aaron Rodgers. Batiari's playing full strength. You got Lindsey, I'm sorry, uh, Bulaga right tackle playing at full strength. I think they can protect and give those guys the option routes that they like to run. And I think Randall Cobb is a dangerous weapon across the middle from the slot. They've got to do some stuff with him. In Where the have you been at, Randall? Yeah, he's Where been a heartbreaker been, for you, uh, for you both. And now he's a three touchdown guy in the last last week. That being said. Must have been those this, State Farm commercials. There's two reasons why. There's two reasons why I pick these guys. One, I pick them preseason to go to the Super Bowl, and I'm staying true with what my pick was. I think <laughs> I got to stay with this thing. And he two, did to stand true. Stay true. Wilder and Green Bay. Stay I love true. it, Chris. I'm a man of principle. And Wait, so who who still has their their Super Bowl guys left? Because uh, I I mean Seattle and uh, Pittsburgh mine. were mine. Yeah. My, mine was uh, Green Bay and New England. Wow, Who'd you mine was there? Pittsburgh. Mine was Pittsburgh and Arizona. I picked Pittsburgh over Arizona, I believe. And I think Luke picked Patriots, New England, and did he pick the Cardinals? Yeah, yeah, I think he did pick the Cardinals with me. I think he had the Cardinals, so he's the only one that doesn't. Or have Seattle, or Seattle. I I want to say it was the Cardinals. I think he was all or in Packers. The David Johnson thing. Eh, it might be the Packers. I'd have to go back and look. Yeah, at Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We'll, riveting. We'll, we'll we'll tweet that riveting. back out. But so that's mainly why I'm staying with the Packers here. The other reason is, is it's hard to go against Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. It really is. Um, they have to be beat beaten handedly, which they really could down in um, Dallas for you to not believe in, in what he's capable of, but. I think you you guys are right. I think if if the Dallas Cowboys win, they win in a uh, a sizable manner. Um, it's going to be kind of a beatdown. But I'm going to stay with the Packers in, in a maybe a thriller, maybe even overtime. Jerry, can they stop the run? That, I, mean, I don't I'm, know. I, I love what they do when Dallas brings in that 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 extra you know the sixth lineman, and then they got that Witten who's creating an extra gap, and then they just run a simple zone. And he's getting four or five every time. 
that's what they got to do. They got to shut it down. They have injuries to their linebackers, and it's forcing them to kind of shuffle their linebackers around. And they're making guys like Ryan and um, uh, Matthews play at a really high level. And Matthews is not a run stopper; he's a rusher. Um, now Ryan was out earlier in the year, and he is their run stopping. He's linebacker. the only guy. So he, yeah, him playing is going to help them if you're comparing early in the year. Uh, but. Gosh, every time Dallas seems to play Green Bay, there seems to be a physical factor there that Dallas can kind of impart their will. And, you know, a couple years ago with the whole Dez catch and everything, like they had won that game too. So, yeah. Yeah. I like the Cowboys. I I really do. It's not a knock on Rodgers. And if he wins this game, you know, you can. You can start the the further deification process of him. Yeah, but, put him uh, on Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks. Um, yeah, it would be it would be incredibly impressive. It really would. So we got split on that one. We're split on Pittsburgh. Not split. We're three to one on Pittsburgh, Kansas City. Luke took Kansas City. We are consensus on Atlanta. Consensus on New England. Um, we mentioned on here we wanted to talk about who we picked for the Super Bowl right now. Who do you got? Um, Luke has New England versus Green Bay. That has to be what he picked preseason because I did the same thing. I just kept what I had preseason choice. So both of us have New England. No, and Luke, Green he Bay. cheated, and then he went back and sure cheated he did. again. I'm sure yeah. he did. And, and then he changed the he, – he inflated his answer or deflated it. I'm sorry. He took some air out of it. That's probably <laughs> what he did. And um, I, in hindsight, in the college pod, we have an Excel sheet that we keep track of, and then we he, it's tweeted – by our, our host, Matt Monner. Luke doesn't do that tweeting stuff, so he's probably changed the record throughout the year, too, because that's some scandalous behavior from him. You know, after the news today, I wouldn't be surprised if there was some outside intervention going on with some of our pick sheets. And, um, you know, if it, it makes him look better, then he doesn't really mind if there's some nefarious things going on with our pick sheets, a little hacking going on. Yeah. I don't, I don't wow. know. I don't want to call, I don't want to call yeah. it too much. But Mark, what's the Luke bet? What do you guys got going on this oh, week? Oh, yeah, I heard there's a, a special Luke versus Mark bet this week with a special product. Okay, so on Amazon, they have some regular Nintendo flasks. I got you one, brother, for uh, your birthday. T- uh, tell me what you a Nintendo the, flask is, by the way. This it's, little... a, it's, a, it's a Nintendo cartridge, okay, like the video game. Yeah. Just like a normal gray old school video game that you, you used to have to blow in. But obviously, it doesn't have the bottom to it. And in, in the little end cave on the top right, it's like a little screw and it's a plastic flask and they're cool and instead of the regular nintendo games they have like the legend of drunk instead of the legend of zelda or drunk hut instead of uh duck hunt um so luke (laughs) being the guy he is i said let's bet winner gets their pick so i picked kega man instead of mega man which his arm is a keg shooting out uh shooting out whatever it shoots out. Uh, and Luke picked – Sean, are you ready for this? Luke picked – if he wins, he wants the Final Fantasy one. He was yeah, – Luke played Final so, Fantasy. What a dork. There's no way around it. What a, what a loser dork Dude. weeb. Just Dude. the trifecta of, of just dorkiness. Dude, Burris, Jerry, what do you think about We're, this? Because I loved your take earlier. Luke is the type of person oh my that stands God. at the urinal and pulls his pants all the way down to the ground. That's I agree that totally. I agree totally. Jerry, what's your take on this? Because I loved your And taste. I just roll up wet paper towels and toss them at his butt cheek. <laughs> oh, my God. Total nerd. Just a nerd. I can't imagine anything. I used to play Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 
before yes. school in the morning, and then when I came yes. home, up down up down left right left right A B A B select that's start. The, that's the contra. He didn't. Code. He could have went tech mobile contra yeah. like all Heavy these barrel the battle toads. What a loser! Dude, double dragon. Double dragon. Double dragon. Yeah. Come on. Double drinking. Double drinking. Super Mario three. I mean, what a pansy! He went final. Fantasy. I went Mega Man, and he went Final Fantasy. He is one of those nerds that like Final Fantasy IX. I'm a wizard now. What is going on in New Hampshire? This is why our host. Come on, New Hampshire. This is why our host is still a virgin. Live free or die. Just die off, Final (laughs) Fantasy. No one played four, like except these nerds out there. Luke, you're. We're ashamed of you. Ashamed. Well, if, whatever, Shame. if that makes that makes Luke happy, so that's the bet. Like that's, that's what. The, that's not the bet. That's what the winner gets. The bet is this: I got Pittsburgh and Dallas. He's got Green Bay and Kansas City. Got to win both games. Push lose, no pop, no payout. Got to win both games. Winner gets an Amazon Prime uh, cart, you know, flask. So we'll see. That's a good bet. You can fill that up with a little Buckeye vodka. You're exactly. Yeah. In fact, I'm Rob, Ross, or uh, Luke's going to fill it up with whole milk. <laughs> oh, a little high C. Yeah. Put yeah. a straw in it. My God. You'll have no Buckeye vodka in his. No. no. Turn it into a sippy cup. Final Fantasy, guys. Well, yikes. Well, these are our picks. Um, guaranteed winners. That's all Mark does. Uh, so we'll see how he did after going three and one from last week, and the rest of us went four and zero oh this week. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, we're, we'll, we'll check us out. We'll make sure we get everything tweeted out, and uh, make sure that Luke tells everybody about his Final Fantasy characters he used to play with. And uh, I'm sure he was busy sketching those onto the back of his uh, book covers trapper. as a young man, yeah. right on his trapper. But um, right I want to start. I want to start tapping. Books. I want to start tapping into other great Luke Grilly stories, like the day that his mom went and got groceries miraculously and checked on him uh, beforehand, or you know, other great Luke Grilly stories that we know over the years. Maybe one day he'll tap into these guys. But the Final Fantasy thing's not surprising. It's not surprising. Unfortunately, it's just not surprising. Well, there's if there's one thing to be learned about this Luke uh, when you listen to it is don't ever miss a pick podcast because you usually get drilled um, luckily I've never, I, I don't miss because god forbid they, they tell stories about me but anyway this is uh, the Never Ending Glory podcast make sure you check us out at Glory Podcast on Twitter Never Ending Glory podcast on Facebook uh, find us on iTunes and uh, guys it's been real enjoy the games this weekend and uh, I'm sure we'll be talking to you soon later later fellas Big game, big games.